Welcome to It's All About the Story, grief stories that connect us. This podcast takes you into the lives of people who have gone through loss and have come out the other side to experience joy again. Each story is someone's lived experience and reveals how wrestling with grief can turn loss into wisdom. You might even find some of these insights helpful in your own grief journey. Come, meet the people like yourself who have experienced loss and who now openly share their story with us. And now, here is your host, Rick Berg. Well, welcome everybody to It's All About the Story again. It's great to be together once again. Rick Berg, your host. And just want to encourage you once again, as I always do, to uh, to look back on some of the episodes on It's All About the Story. There's been some wonderful stories and people sharing intimately their grief journeys in almost every subject matter. So just encourage you as listeners uh, to you know share uh, these podcasts, but also to uh, to refer to them yourself. Here's a scenario. You arrive at work one morning and find out that a co-worker has died. Perhaps they've been sick for a while and you knew it was coming, or maybe it was a sudden death. In either case, they are no longer working alongside you. Does this sound familiar? What might be different about this type of grief? And what if this person who has died is not only a co-worker, but has become a good friend as a result of working years together? What does the grief and loss experience look like? Yeah. Well, my guest today is Sherry Quinnell, and she recently experienced the death of a very close co-worker and friend. And she's here to share part of her story with us today on All About the Story. So welcome, Sherry. Good to have you here. Great. Thanks for having me, Rick. It's great. So um, let's talk about this special uh, friend and co-worker uh, named Reg. How long did you work with Reg? Reg worked here with us. He actually worked in the crematorium with myself and my husband, and he worked here for the 15 years. Wow. Wow. And so what work did he do and how, how what was your work with him like? Well, um, well, Reg was a retired, he started his working career as a, as a firefighter and he was a retired firefighter and looking for something just to fill in some time with his retirement. I guess he was young and still wasn't quite ready to retire. And he came and worked at the funeral home as a part-time limo driver for a while, wow. him and his brother. And he really liked working here. He liked the atmosphere and the fact that he could help people and yeah. Found out there was room in the crematorium and asked if he could join us. So um, tell tell us a little bit about Reg and more specifically, I guess, what your relationship with him was like over those. Now, what you said, was it 15 years? 15 years, yeah. A long time to uh, work with somebody. Yeah, well, he used to call us the three musketeers. We um, we did everything together. Every time I, we wanted to have a vacation or a day off or something, we could just plan it and know that no matter what happened, Reg would always fill in for when we were away because he was only a part-time employee. So 
but um, he was more than a, a, an fellow, a co-worker. He was a really good friend. He, um, I don't know, he was like the biggest, giantest teddy bear anybody could have. He loved giving hugs. Yeah. So you got to, you got pretty close to him then. Very close to him. He, he was a, definitely a member of our family and, and beyond. I mean, I was probably closer to Reg than a lot of my own immediate family members. Yeah. 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 Did he have any, uh, any nicknames for you or anything like that? Or did he call you anything special or? Having, I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you there. There's some noise in here. Okay. Can you, can you still hear me? Um, yeah, they got the heat on and I can't, oh, wait, let me just, I'll try to see if I can get it to come up. Okay, let's try that. That might be better. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. That's that is good. a little bit fuzzy. So hopefully we can get some of that out. So, I mean, I remember you referring to him that you said he's like, almost like a, like a second husband, the way he teased you and stuff. Oh yes. He, um, he was just as much fun as my own husband. Um, we, we worked Fridays together all the time, Reg and I, he, um, and my husband didn't work Fridays. And um, we went to lunch together all the time. We joked with each other. Um, he was just a, a great friend. It was, it was a huge loss for both of us. So well, Reg was diagnosed with cancer um, March 2020 and stopped coming to work. Um, that must have been a very difficult time for you as he struggled with his illness. And were you able to communicate with him at all during that time? Well, it started off really well, and he was very positive. He said no matter what, he was going to beat cancer. It wasn't going to get him. Um, we were able to communicate up until the point where he he got so sick that he was constantly in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, Reg was such a dedicated employee that uh, I became ill in April in, in 2020 and wound up in the hospital. And um, he insisted that he was okay to come in to work for a few hours a day because he knew that it would bother me knowing that there wasn't someone there to make sure that all the paperwork was right and that my part of my job wasn't being done to the way that he knew I would want it to be done. Oh, my word. So, um, yeah, it was important to me that he did that. I felt very honored that he did that for me. And um, it was it was a tough time and um after we i got out of the hospital um he used to try to stop by once a week or so to come and visit us and um and at at the very least we would speak on the phone at least once a week Mm -hmm. because i always told him that if he didn't talk to me at least once a week that i would be very concerned about what was going on whether he was um sick or if he was in the hospital or if something was really going on with him and I would constantly worry so there was a couple of times where we hadn't heard from him for probably a week and a half to two weeks and then we would get very concerned and would have to do some digging around to find out what was going on and most of the time when that happened he was in the hospital and didn't want to bother people so So you were you're both kind of I guess sick at the same time a little bit during that journey then and absolutely yes and he was, was still 
still trying to do his best to to He still came in. He was dedicated. He's he said right to the very end of his life that um he was coming back to work. There was there was just that was just the way it was. He said that we the three of us had always said that we would retire together. And um and then unfortunately he said for first memorial um it was gonna leave a big hole in that section of the funeral when all three of us retired together <laughs> and unfortunately he didn't make it to to do that together with him i'm sure that part of your conversation was about the future and, and retiring and plans and stuff like that i'm sure reg had some of those too then yeah yes and no he always i don't know he was a really dedicated fellow co-worker he um, enjoyed working. He enjoyed the camaraderie of all the staff here. Mm-hmm. He um, he was dedicated to everything that he felt was worth it. He loved teaching people new things. He uh, liked to share his knowledge of stuff. He was a very knowledgeable man. He knew a lot about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though through all the, the issues that he had fighting cancer, um, there was always a couple of things that kept him going um, strong right until the end and those were first of all was his love of family mm-hmm. second was his strong faith in god and lastly was his unwavering conviction that he was going to come back to work hmm. Interesting. and right right to the very end that's all that mattered to him was those three things wow so yeah. you know fast forward um as reg was becoming weaker and the illness was taking over you offered something to Reg's wife following her husband's death that was important for you and your husband, Ron. Can you tell us a little bit about that and why that was important for you? Uh, yes. Well, what we, we did when we found out that Reg was nearing his final days, we had spoken to management here at work. And because we're in, in the funeral industry, my husband and I have been in the funeral industry for 35 plus years. Um, in all capacities in a funeral home, we um, had also ran our own trans- transfer service, which which is you'd pick people up from the place they would pass and take them to their final resting place. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, asked our manager if that was okay if we could do that. And we spoke to his wife and said that that's something that we really wanted to do. It was some way for us to honor Reg that... Um, we would have that ability to bring him to honor his memory. And we took pride in the fact that we were capable and able to do that. It just, it just filled our hearts and we wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Now, Sherry, for those obviously outside of the funeral industry, um, this might seem like kind of a a strange uh, thing to want to do, uh, you know, to pick up um, a body that uh but for you it was important and i'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about um you know why it's so important to honor somebody physical body after they've breathed their last breath well for us it was um the whole reason main reason why we got into the funeral industry in the first place was um we had beliefs that we would want people to be um we would want to treat people the same way that we would want to be treated if we were on the other end of that spectrum. So mm-hmm. if I was dying or if I'd had somebody in my own personal family who died, 
I would want who would ever come to pick them up to treat them with certain respect and caring and compassion and me as well to treat me that way. And so for us to do that in return to other people that we don't even know is something that we have done for years. Yeah. And um, it became especially important to someone who was very close in our lives. Now, we've only done that a few times in our lives because there's only been um, certain instances where there's been people who've been that meaningful in our own personal yeah. lives that we've insisted that we do that with. And I find it's a great honor to be able to do that and to close out my own feelings for them as well, my own grief with that. Yeah. I mean, when can I ask you about, um, yeah, kind of around that subject? So, you know, Reg is really close to you and to your husband. And, um, you know, some some people would say, well, what, why face that when it can be a maybe perhaps a difficult time or an emotional time? But for you, it kind of had the opposite factor impact. Would, would that be true? Absolutely. It's actually was quite healing for us we um were able to i guess deal head on with the fact that we had to be strong for his family when we got there and mm-hmm. um and uh, especially because when we did finally see him again um of course the ravages of cancer had taken its toll on him and he um didn't look the same as he had once sure. looked um but it was it, it was especially important for us to to do that, and it was very healing for us to do that. It started the the whole process, I think, for us to be able to deal with the fact that he is now really gone. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, you know, thinking about the workplace, and um, obviously we know that the whole community is impacted by the death of somebody that's become part of the Part of the community there is, is is missing now. What would you say um, is important for those in a workplace to know following the death of a coworker? What have you learned? Well, one of the things I learned is that you have to be really open with your grief. You have to be able to face it head on, and um, because even though it is only a coworker, it is likely that as a coworker you spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. Um, most offices, people spend a good part of their day with their coworkers, sometimes more than with their own families. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and in, in, in our instance here, uh, in my case, we, we're just grateful that we have other staff members here that that feel the same way, that we're grateful that we have them to talk to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were um, the spouse, for example, she doesn't have people sitting right next to her all day long that she can talk to about her grief and her feelings and her loss where we have everybody here. Anytime we want to talk about him, we just sit down and talk. And I mean, there's a lot, been a lot of talk about Reg. So I'm sure there's lots of, lots of stories. The stories and, um, yeah, I just had a story the other, the other day. I asked a coworker about what what her instances was with the loss of Reg, and she remembers besides him being a great big teddy bear and a hugger, he used to love hugging everybody, and he loved giving and receiving hugs. And um, on top of that, we had another coworker several years back who had passed unexpectedly, 
And when management took all of our staff into the room to tell us all together that that person had passed, um, everybody was shocked, um, very saddened. It was very sudden. And Reg put his arm around one of the ladies who took it quite hard. And she just remembered that if it wasn't for Reg, she didn't know how she would have made it through that day. So now all of a sudden, now Reg is gone as well. And it just sort of doubly came upon her that now her strength is gone, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm interested in um, kind of the, the beginning of my uh, interview was the scenario where finally you you're coming back to work and the person that you love and part of your life, your coworker is no longer there. Um, what, how has that been for you and Ron and others within the place where you work? How have you managed that? Wow. That's a really good question. Cause first of all, it's been um, really hard for us to actually really believe that, that he's gone because he was so strong and so, committed that he was going to win and um I think a lot of the the hardness for us is the fact that because of COVID of course like everybody else um there was no celebration of his life Mm. he was a very very well-known man in in Victoria he um was a long, he had a long time, like I said, he had a long time dedication to the Lord. He was a long standing member with the Chariots of Light Christian Riders. Um, he, he, he was so well known that if we would have had a celebration of life, our place would have never been big enough for everybody to have come. And with COVID, we didn't have that chance to for everybody to gather together and talk about the great man that he was. Yeah. Um, I know his wife's says that we're going to have something, but by the time that something's going to happen, it'll have been a long time after he's passed, which makes it harder, I think, for people to physically grieve that he's actually gone. The only thing for us was here at work was we're lucky, I guess, again, in the fact that um, we had um, an inurement of his, his cremated remains into our garden space. Okay. And the staff were all invited to come out and attend the ser- little service that she was allowed to have outside. And uh, we just all gathered around the gardens, not close, real close to the rest of the family, so that she could have enough of her own family and friends at the service so that we weren't over our COVID restrictions. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that helped a lot. And now staff here can go down to the gardens and they do all the time and go visit him and say a few words to him and just be able to commiserate with them. And, and um, it, it's, I guess it's a little bit easier to be, to be able to do that and to be able to deal with his loss that way. Yeah. So what are you going to miss about Reg? Oh my Lord. <laughs> what am I not going to miss about Reg? <laughs> well, First, one of the first things that I would say is that everybody in this building would be uh, able to uh, attest to what I'm going to say is a lot of times in the morning, Reg was not a morning person, but he used to always have to start really early in the morning. And um, by the time I would come in in the mornings, he would be having a little nap at his desk. (laughs) 
And um, I used to love to stand in front of his computer and just stand there and watch him. And then eventually he would he would lift his head up a little bit and give me this little eye. And then he goes, oh, hi. And I'd say, oh, having a little nap? And he goes, no, no, I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> or, or sometimes he would just say he was praying or whatever it would be. It would be something along those lines. And everybody in the building caught him at some time or another doing so. But he managed to get his job done. So, you know, it was no big deal. But uh, that was one of the things that was very cute about what Reg used to do. Um, he was always in a good mood. He never, ever came into this building upset, angry. He never had a bad word to say about anyone, even when he was at his sickest, which to me is, I don't even know how he did some of it because, you know, what, what he went through. And I don't know how anybody can be positive and still be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> he had a very big love of food as well. <laughs> we used to always tease him about food because that was one of his biggest things in life was food. And we all had controversial talks with him about Donald Trump. <laughs> he liked Donald Trump and I still to this day don't understand it, but he liked him. So <laughs> but sometimes we would egg him on just on purpose. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So those are the things I'm going to miss about Reg. He was, he just was a wonderful man. I, I I can't even put it all into words how great of a person he was. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so it's so fascinating to hear. Uh, I love it when you talk about the stories of of Reg's life and those things that uh, you know we graft into our own lives about him that we carry forward. Uh, you know, as as wonderful memories. But I think it's more than just memories that keep us connected it's definitely a love you know for the person that we worked with and I know that in our pre-interview you said I love I love Reg I loved Reg I, I loved Reg very you much know. yeah and, and I think that's so wonderful because you know so often in the workplace we might not want to say that out loud all the time <laughs> you know what I mean and that, yeah you know, and yet it's not do. always it's not every person you love who you work with either yeah, exactly. well that's true too some people you don't even like but you still work with them exactly, <laughs> exactly. but you know it, it just it just really says that you know the the workplace can be a wonderful place of healing too you can work together but it's a place to do work but it's also a place to do life because you're sharing beyond just the work Right, you develop these wonderful yeah. relationships with people that you've come to care for, and Reg was one of those special people in your life and Ron's life, and in the life of the people there where you work. Yeah. So um, I want to thank. You know, you. We used to talk lots about um, Reg used to talk about when we would retire, how we could finally all him and his wife and Ron and my, myself could all go on a vacation, and the biggest best vacation he wanted to go on was a cruise. Okay. <laughs> we cool. couldn't do that when we all work together because somebody has to be behind to watch the shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you uh, were indeed um, blessed to know Reg and Very vice versa much. for him to have you and Ron as good friends for him too. And so Sherry, I want to thank you for uh, sharing a little bit. I know that there's always a bigger story, you know, uh, between people, but I thank you for sharing a little bit of your your story with Reg today and thank you for some of the wisdom that you provided 
And, you know, for those of you who are listening on um, today, think about this. You know, think about the co-workers that you're working with. Think about, you know, you will come across times in your life when somebody will pass away. How will you engage them? And how you engage your families, how you engage those around you, how you care for each other during the grief journey. Because I think so often in workplaces, you know, it's give you, you know, they give people three days off for any type of grief, uh, you know, if it's a family member who dies, but what do they do for people inside who are employees? You know, there's nothing out there. It's you got to come back to work and face it. So we need each other. So if you are, uh, you know, if you are an uh, employer out there, you know, somebody who runs a business, I uh, really encourage you to think carefully of what Sherry shared today about the importance of grief over losing somebody that uh, someone has worked with and come to really love and adore and will miss very much. And I know you're going to miss Reg like the rest of the people at First Memorial. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Still do. Well, thanks, Sherry. Thank you. you. Think- And so those, again, who are listening on, I want to thank you for joining us in today's uh, podcast. It's all about the story, grief stories that connect us. And uh, hope you have a good day. Until next time, take care and goodbye. Thanks for joining us today on It's All About the Story, Grief Stories That Connect Us. We hope this podcast was encouraging to you. There are so many different types of loss. Why not take time to listen to some of the other unique stories in this podcast series? Feel free to share them with family, friends, neighbors. If you'd like to receive notifications about the next episode in the series, please subscribe and we'll make sure you don't miss out. We hope that you'll be joining us again on It's All About the Story, Grief Stories That Connect Us with host Rick Berg. Take good care.